You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so delighted that you're here with me because I've got one of my most favorite people in the whole world on the show with me today. And if you haven't heard about him, you need to because he's quite incredible. I um, am so delighted to have Dr. Michael Mosley on and he just wrote a book. I'm sorry about my notes, but he just wrote this phenomenal book, Talk Yourself into it and um, he is powerful but he's also one of the most powerful psychics mediums um, that I've ever come across he has really (laughs) amazed me oh my goodness and um, he's just got a beautiful soul he's a fabulous father and he loves to cook and eat and so every time i talk to him i've got to go eat food (laughs) he's wonderful so please stay tuned we're going to take a fast commercial break and if you haven't seen the latest issue of law of attraction magazine while you're missing something good because it is phenomenal. People are sending me emails all over, from all over the world, just saying how exciting is it. And if you want to purchase this magazine in print, then if you go to lawofattractionmagazine.net, you can put in a subscription and it will be mailed directly to you. Otherwise, you could read it for free, for free digitally so with that let's take this commercial break and we'll be right back with one of my most favorite people dr michael mosley it's here it's hot and it's a must read it's the science behind the law of attraction magazine Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net. Well, welcome, Dr. Michael Mosley, back to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. (laughs) I just yes. love it. I love it when I see you. <laughs> I am so glad to be. I really am. You are phenomenal, and I'm grateful to be on your show again. It is an honor for me to be on here with the, the queen of Law of Attraction Radio. So, yes, it's an honor. <laughs> well, we've got Constance, too. Constance Arnold is... is Yes, can't forget about the, 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 yes, the Queen Constance Arnold. Yes, she is phenomenal. And both of you ladies, I I told her this not too long ago. In fact, I spoke to her and I told her, I said, thank you very much for uh, taking the chance on me. You uh, and uh, Constance, you all took a great chance and I'm very appreciative uh, on you. And that's why I asked you to really endorse uh, the book that we just written because I I just so appreciate the love and the support that both of you ladies have given me through the years. I appreciate it so much. Well, you are worth it. And you are the real thing. And your ability to zoom in intuitively and prophesize, I can't even say that word, but really, you are phenomenal. And I just got to tell everybody before I start here, if you have questions, you need to go and ask Dr. Michael Mosley because he's going to, I mean, he just shocked me 
by the things he told me. He shocked me. I'm going, how would he even, even know that? And it's just like, okay, he knows what he's doing and he's tied in to that power up there. And boy, he, he's good. You, you guys, if you have questions about your life, you have got to go talk to Dr. Michael Mosley. He is incredible. So anyway, I brought you on because I've got it all marked up here, but I want to talk yes. about this book, which is out now, right? Yes, it is. It is out now, doing very well, and I'm so excited about it. It is so delightful. And you've got stories in here and you are and examples and they're real life examples. And it's like you hit your head and you're going, oh, my gosh, of course. of course. (laughs) Why didn't I think of this before? So the way that you put everything is so precise and it has to do with your connection to God and everyone's connection to God and how you can go about manifesting what it is you really want and and i first want to start off with the uh story about you moving to california oh wow that is that is a great story <laughs> that it, it really was a shock to to me i really uh we was on our way to get something to eat at a buffet i like to eat in Houston, living in Houston, and I, this presence came over me while I was driving, and literally, some people don't believe me, but it really was, I could drive, but I felt like I was paralyzed. I could only drive. My and tears started flowing in my from my eyes. I started crying, and my wife, she looked at me like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and I couldn't say anything. I, all I did was motion my hand to just you know, just give me, and she understood something is going on. I don't know what. And uh, I, we finally made it to the little restaurant. I had to go straight to sit down. I told her, you pay for it or whatever. Let me just find a seat to sit down. I got to sit down. And, but in the process of the drive, I, I really felt that the spirit really told me it's time to say goodbye to Houston. You're going to have a little girl. You're going to have one more child. It's going to be a girl, and she used to be born on California soil. Oh, my God. And the last thing was I was supposed to be in California by my next birthday, which was six months away. I was like, how in the world is this going to be? (laughs) Number one, I thank God for my baby girl right now, but at the time, I wasn't looking to have any more children. I already had five, so... I have five wonderful angels. I'm good. Don't yeah, good to go. Good to go. <laughs> but uh, you know what? That was in March of 2011 and April. Uh, that next month, I, I always do a ritual every morning. I go outside and meditate and, and uh, just talk to the divine. And, and April, the next month, uh, I heard in my spirit, your wife is pregnant. I ran into the house. I said, oh, spirit just told me you're pregnant. Well, she went to the doctor. The doctor said no. But I said, I know what spirit told me. Sure enough, I was right. Oh, my God. She was pregnant. And at that moment, that month of April, I, we both, we just started packing. And she, you know, we, we had to literally, according to the book, talk ourselves into it. I didn't know how we was going to move. I never had an out-of-state move. I didn't know how I was going to live in California. California cost of living is three times that of Texas. So I'm like, how are we going to do it? But we managed and we made it. And I'm privileged because going to California, it was so educational for me. I didn't realize that till I left. And now I'm in Atlanta. But, you know, sometimes we don't know why spirit may have us doing certain things, going certain places. But there's something for us to gain. If we can just go with the flow. And as the title of the book says, talk yourself into it. You don't know everything, but that's it's a reason for that, that you can gain information. This is an ever-evolving life. And there's so much that the divine wants to share with us. Wow. So the reason for you moving to California was simply to trust and evolve from the learning experience. Yes. Because recently you just moved to uh, beautiful Atlanta. I did. And, and I was right before we left to come to Atlanta, I was driving and I was asking God, I said, now, why did you have me to come here in the first place? Why was it? And at that moment I was driving by my son's school. And he looked and, and, and Spirit said, look at the school. 
And that's when I got the answer. It's for education. Oh. I got a doctorate degree. My wife got a master's degree in theology. All this while we was in California, all of my, my older sons graduated in California. Wow. Uh, both of us became enlightened. So I met you while in California in concerts, and we started working with Law of Attraction. It was to get me out of the environment that I was in. Nothing was wrong with that environment. Yeah. But for me to advance to another level of understanding my gifting, I needed to move. And that's, that was the purpose. And even in biblical times, a lot of the prophets move different places so that we can gain the information that we need through the teachings directly from the divine. Wow, that's powerful. And that's what people have got to understand when things come up that force them to do something. Yes. The divine has something in mind that you don't yes. know yet. And you got to sort of just surrender. Right. I had to really, that's a good word. And that's a, you know, that's an ugly word for a lot of people. Oh, surrender, Ugh. you know, <laughs> just surrender, Ugh. you know, but it really is true to just kind of relax. I like that word to surrender means to really relax. I had to learn to relax. And when I relax, that's when my gifting becomes stronger. That's when I can really become a better dad, a husband, father, all of that. When I learn to really relax and I, I like the word that you use, trust. Yeah to really trust. Well, you know, we speak a, about, a lot about the law of attraction, but it won't work as effectively if we don't trust it. If we don't really trust the divine, you know, it's not going to really work. You can say, I'm, I'm going to attract me a million dollars, but if you don't trust the way it's going to come in a safe and loving way, it's not going to work for you. So we had to develop trust. You know, you were talking about things in the past that hold people back. They are like attached to those old emotions and they're so attached to it. They can't move forward and create another reality. Is that right? Yes. We become so attached to our past and, and really because a lot of things, they hurt us so bad. We don't know how to let go. Yeah. And we're afraid that if I let go, you know, it may happen again. So we, we hold on to things as if we're going to stay on guard. This ain't going to happen to me again. But in what it does in holding on to it, imagine if I'm holding on to things all around me. Soon I become encaged. Soon I become blocked. I become limited because I got all these things that I'm holding on. And you're looking at it as, as if it's sheltering you. But really, it's blocking you. Exactly. You know, I was just... Um talking to someone and it just popped into my mind that when you have all of these emotions that you're trying to protect yourself with, it produces endorphins and it's a chemical. So it is a stress chemical and you actually come addicted to it because that's what becomes familiar. But that is actually the thing that stops you. All of those um, endorphins are what stop you from manifesting. It does. And again, it's the lack of trust. In other words, what you're saying is I don't trust the divine to protect me. Yes. So therefore, I got to protect myself. I don't trust God, the Supreme One, or whatever name you want to call. I don't trust it enough to protect me. So therefore, I got to remember my ex-wife hurt me, or my ex-husband did this, or my, my mom did that. So I just don't trust. And therefore, you cannot effectively manifest good. What you are manifesting is more of the same, and that is limitation. Wow, yeah, that is so true. But I also noticed that, and you just stated that you are a meditator. Yes. You meditate every morning. So every morning. When you meditate, do you look can we talk about this? Because it's sure. I think a lot of people have questions about this. When you meditate, do you um just blank out your mind or do you try to reach a place where you are feeling the divine good? Both. Both. Okay. First, I start off with a blanketing of the mind, clearing out the mind. Okay. And and really I just and really I bring myself into the now. Everything else gotta go. If I'm outside, for instance, and I'm looking at the trees, I'm focusing on the tree itself. 
I'm not worried about the time. I'm not worried about for breakfast or whatever, the bill I got to pay later on today. I'm focusing on the tree, bringing myself into the now. And when I come into the nowness of focusing on that tree and how beautiful it is, how green it is, and the bird that is having fun with that tree and the little squirrel that's climbing up that tree, then I'm able to go further into the connection of the divine. I open my mind and that's when uh, I'm able to get a download of information. It's, and it's sometimes it's not like a book, but it's just that confirmation that spirit is with me. That feeling of tranquility and peace, that open, that lets me know I have connected with the divine because I connected with the tree. I connected with the greenery of that tree. I connected with the branches of that tree and all of that is the divine. Got it. So, when you are connected to the divine, is that when you put your intentions out to the divine? I can. And this is what I tell some clients. I let them know when you are relaxing, a lot of times that's the most perfect time that you are really praying. Ah. You see, many times I don't have to say, I want a million dollars, even though that is part of my habit, what I like. I, I love money, honey. I love money. <laughs> <laughs> me, me and money get along wonderfully. But a lot of times, if I'm just being happy, remember how the law of attraction works. If I, re, if I reflect happiness, it brings happiness to me. That's when you got to trust the divine. The divine knows what makes jewels happy. The divine knows what makes Michael happy. Now, maybe later on that day, I say, you know, I think I want to go here. I think I want to take a trip here. I maybe go buy some new clothes. The divine knows my heart. But when I go into meditation, it pulls up all those things that I had in my subconscious. And it's like, oh, this would make him happy. Let's surprise him with this. Just, let's just keep him happy. So when I have those feelings of happiness, I attract, I'm praying for more happiness and that's what comes wow it's wow. just that simple I love, I love it that is so good to know and you know what i know people are out there right now wondering about all this and you just answered so many questions this is really really tremendously written i love it there is um um one thing that you said here that is just oh, so good God's, God's counting on you to go past the intimidating pain of hurt, lies, embarrassment, shame, and even fear. You are greater than all those energies put together. Is that not beautiful? Wow. wow. I had to live that myself. And it's a daily, uh, it's a daily journey. You know, because sometimes we get afraid. Even I always say this. Now, sometimes in, in church, we would say, for every new level, there's a new devil. I said, no, that's not true. That's not true. Because, and it came to me because I remember one time I was in school and that was a bullying when I was in eighth grade. Well, when I went to, no, when I was in seventh grade, when I went to the eighth grade, I turned around, that same bully was still there. <laughs> So I had to, and finally I had to just, you know, man up to that little bully. But what I'm saying is for every new level you go into, that's still a new fear, a new job. Can I do this job? Can I hold on? You get a new house. Can I keep up with the payments? Can I do this? You get a new marriage. Will he always love me? Will I always be attractive to him? There are always going to be little fears, but you are greater than the fears. You got to remember who you really are. God is really counting on you because he knew what he put inside of you to do. He knew that you could handle this. Now, everybody doesn't have the same talent or the same gifting. Everybody's not made to be in radio or to be a singer or to be a business uh, entrepreneur. But, you know, and I even say that somebody has to be uh, the beautician. Somebody even got to be the janitor. So everybody's not made to do certain things. Some people are really happy just cleaning up and they fine. But for every job, every position, you're going to face different fears. But know this and be confident that you have the ability to overpower that fear. God is really counting on you because he created those joyous abilities within you. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a story in uh, the Bible about a man that gave talents uh, to some people. And, and you know, I, the, the, the little quick part about the story is this, is that there was one man, he hid his talent. And the, the, 
the, the king got so upset, he said, you could have at least put my money in the bank or you could have at least did X, Y, and Z, but you didn't do that. Now, the reason why I'm upset because you had the ability to do it and you didn't. I think that's what, uh, in the book, I always I, I talk about what I call a real sinner. A real sinner is a time waster. You have the ability. You know, you know how to do this. I, I said to someone recently, you got the chicken, you got the ingredients, you got the, the onions and all that, you got the pot to cook it in, you got all the ingredients, all you got to do is just put it in there. <laughs> just put it in there and do it. You can, and again, this is my effort to just tell people, hey, you got to talk yourself into it. If anybody can do it, you can do it. Wow. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and really a lot of it in your book, you're focusing on those, the places that people get stuck. Yes. And that's what, that's what the title is all about. Talk yourself into it is you have to talk yourself beyond the stuckness. Yes. We all get a little stuck, you know, I do too. <laughs> I have. I really and and you get stuck in and sometimes you get stuck. Maybe this is it for me. Maybe and I've even had people to say, "Well, maybe it's not God's will for me to have this or to go a little bit further." It is His will. He wants you to be happy. Yeah, you got to talk yourself into it. You know, I we we have electric. If you pay your light bill, you got electricity flowing throughout your house. Your house is up to you to plug into it. So that advance you. You got to do this. You can do it. Get past the stuckness. Where there's a dream, there is a, and a way to achieve that dream. So that's what I want. If you have a dream, hold on to that dream, but talk yourself every day, every moment. I got to do this. Visualize yourself doing that. And again, in visualization, we are really praying as well. Okay, so again, should you be doing that or should people be doing that during meditation when they're connected? They can. They can. It doesn't hurt. See, you can visualize. It's not a right or wrong way to do it. Okay. Sometimes for me, I will uh, visualize in my morning time. That's my meditation just to kind of embrace today and get ready to give out uh, an attitude of appreciation oh. and to really connect with the divine. Now, later on that day, I may play a little game with myself. I really do this. I will sometimes go and just really play like I pretend that I'm doing a, a television show. I'll pretend that I'm doing a radio show like I'm doing right now. I'll pretend. Now, the key thing about that is this. I've done this so long in my life that a lot of things that I pretended really did manifest for me. They literally manifested for me. I did do a television show once and when I was a host. I did. I'm doing radio right now with you. A lot of things will begin to manifest. So what you're doing is you're getting into the feeling of it. So you can do that as well in, in meditation. It's all meditation. It's all connect. When I say meditating, it's connecting with yeah, the divine. That's the key right there. But I've noticed for me that I tend to get stuck in my limiting beliefs if I am not in that space where I can feel that gratitude yes. first. So that's my, I mean, I just can't get, I can't get outside of myself. And that's yeah. what stops me from manifesting. Yeah, you really, and you know, one thing I found out in, in meditation, which is why I do love it, I didn't realize I was doing a lot of this, by the way, because I've been doing some of these things since I was a, chi a, a child, and I didn't realize it, but there are no limitations in, in meditating, yeah. none. I could be on the plane, I could be eating at a five-star restaurant, I could be in Paris, whatever I want, that's the beauty of this. It's no right or wrong way. In fact, there are no rules in meditation. I just go with, go with the divine wherever. I'm the bird, I'm flying, and I'm looking down on myself, saying, hey, Michael, you know, it's, it's a fun activity, not a chore. But just release yourself and say, you know what? I could be president. I'm in the Oval Office telling my secretary to bring me some peanuts. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. <laughs> I'd love that. Oh, yeah. I do. I, I, and I play it really. 
And I'm, I'm not being funny. I'm very serious. I do. I play little games with myself on my little time, by myself, my little me time. I will go into a point of just meditating and having fun. I'm pretending uh, that I'm, one time I pretend I was doing a cooking show. You know, I'm just, I'm, and this is, we're going to stir this right here like this. And, you know, it's just, and I, you know, having fun. But in that, I'm feeling good. And therefore, good continues to come to me. Okay, so you can't really manifest then if you're feeling bad with past emotions, if you're you stuck, right? You can't manifest good. You are going to manifest something, oh, but it's yeah, going to be right. more of the same. So you got to get, and I tell people this, uh, watch something funny on television or, or dance, put on your favorite music or something, Have, go to the park, do something fun. Because actually also in doing something fun, you're meditating. It takes you out of where you were and putting you into a new vibration. Again, what are you saying? I want more of this. If bowling is fun for you, go bowling and get into that, that joyous feeling. Forget the bills. Forget uh, the bad relationship. Go bowling and get into that feeling of this is fun. And the more you project that feeling of funness, fun continues to come to you. Wow. Now that's something everybody needs to hear. I don't know. I've been, I've been programmed to, and I program myself that I have to work constantly and I don't have time for fun. Well, that's wrong. I shouldn't be doing that. I'm supposed to do just like you said, God wants me to have fun. Yes. In fact, I think chapter 13 of the book, it's a quote that I, uh, I say, having fun is a sign of having faith. Ooh, that's good. So if I can have fun, that means I know the divine God is all good. I'm going to the pool. Let's go swimming. You know, but if I can't have fun, that means I'm still worried about it. I don't trust the divine that's going to take okay. care of it. I need to figure this out for myself. So that, that's an indicator that's saying, I don't trust something about the situation. I'm not trusting. It's also, it's also indicating that you're still living in the past and you're not able to move into create a, a yeah, because you're still stuck. That, that is, that is so important for everybody to grasp. I love this book. It is so cute and it's so easy to read. And you have so many stories. Tell me another story from in the book. You know, I have so, <laughs> uh, uh, so many uh, stories. In fact, uh, I was talking to someone the other day, and they said, you forgot to put this story in. And you forgot. To, I said, wow, I didn't realize I had so many, uh, so many stories, you know. <laughs> but, you know, it is, it is a time for everybody just to realize that no matter where you are in life, you can talk yourself into it. Go for your dream. Go for your goal. And can I tell you this? I hear this all of a sudden. Sometimes you got to really talk yourself into having fun. Talk yourself into, and I got to go here because um, I'm, I don't know, somebody is listening right now. Talk yourself into another date. Talk, although you, you hurt from a, maybe a, a previous date, talk yourself into another date. When I got divorced from my first wife, Believe me, I had to talk myself into it. <laughs> and I had custody of my children. I had three boys at the time, and I had custody of, of them. And I had to really, I became so possessive of my children till when I met my current wife, we were dating. I didn't want her to go take them anywhere. I had to slowly talk myself into letting her be a stepmother. Wow. Because I was mom and dad. <laughs> I was the one to protect them, cook for them, clean, you know, do what I can. Uh, and so I had to really talk to myself, okay, Michael, take a deep breath. Let her take them to Walmart. Let them just relax. Let her take them out to, to get to know her. Because I was on pins and needles. Where you going? I, I'll take them, you know. <laughs> you know I didn't even want her to fix their food. I'll cook. I'll cook. I, don't, I, I got it. I'll take care of my kids. You know, so I had to talk myself even into letting her be a stepmom and letting me have a break for a moment. I, I wasn't used to that. You know, you really are an incredible manifester because your wife is gorgeous. She is she beautiful is. and she has the most incredible voice. Oh, she thank you. sings like an yes. angel. And it's like, okay, well, you managed to 
manifest her. You yes. were not in the pain of the divorce or were you still? How did you talk yourself into it? You know what I had to realize, first of all, again, I had to get to my point of trusting the divine. Okay. And I had to, that's really a part, and I was still meditating during that time. I had to get to the point of trusting the divine. And at one point, I just like, mm, no, just like, uh -uh, I ain't going here no more because I was afraid of being hurt again. And we all go through that. Uh, just don't want to be hurt again. But I had to really learn to open my heart and realize oh, everybody's not the same way. And, you know, she, my first wife, she's a much better person now, and we're, we're all good. But I had to open my heart. And so I literally did have to talk myself into uh, dating again, trying again, and definitely even marriage. I had to talk to myself, Mosley, come on, you can do this. She's sweet. She's kind. You know, you, you, you want someone to grow old with. You want someone to hold their hand. You want this. This is not a bad thing. This is a good thing. Let the divine help you with this. Look at all the beautiful characteristics. She's gorgeous. She's fine. She's attractive. She is a good listener, a good person. Sure. Come on. Give it a, give it a try. You see, quick, most, many people are quick to really talk ourselves out of something. Yes, that's it. Yes. We're so easy. To I think I want to go back to school. Ooh, child, I'm too old. They got them computers. I don't understand. My, my, my nine-year-old know more about my cell phone than I do. <laughs> but you're so quick to talk yourself out of it. Why don't we be just as quick to talk ourselves into it? Gosh, is that not the best point ever? That's what we do. We talk ourselves out of it before we can even, we, we don't even give ourselves a chance of talking ourselves yes. into it. That's why we need this book. Talk <laughs> yourself in, into it. That's and we right. look at others and we're like, how did they do that? You know, we look at Beyonce. She, although her parents may have told her, girl, you can sing, you can sing. She yet has to talk herself into getting on that stage. Yeah. Every day, you have to talk yourself in doing your magazine, getting on this broadcast. You're talented. You're gifted. But we still got to talk ourselves, I'm going back again. I'm doing this again. I got to do this. So everybody, although we may have some challenges, and we may have even had some things that did not turn out the way we wanted it to, but talk yourself into it. I made a cake one time. I think I wrote about this in the book. I made a cake one time. And... It didn't come out right. In fact, it would not even come out of the pan. So I was upset. But my mother uh, was staying with me at that time. And she said, well, all you got to do is just, she, and she just crumbled the cake up. I had already made the icing because I, I homemade everything. And she said, just crumble the cake up and just put the icing on top of it crumbled up cake and put the icing on. I'm like, that looks horrible. I said, I don't want it. She said, okay, I'm going to take it to work with me because she works at night. She took it to work with her at a hospital. She brought back to me an empty pan. She said, every nurse, because she's a nurse, she said, all the nurses said, if you ever mess up on a cake again, send it there because they will certainly eat it up. The flavor was good. It just didn't come. That's a way to redo something. Even though it may look like it messed up, it was maybe a reason behind it. Maybe you didn't use enough uh, uh, flour, pan, whatever it is. But talk yourself into try again, and I did it. I tried it again. It turned out perfectly. That one I didn't send to the hospital. That one I kept at the house with me. <laughs> you, know, you know, when we talk, you get me. I get so hungry. <laughs> It's like, I got to go feed myself after I talk to you. It's so good. It's so good. Wow. It's, it's, it's wonderful to really talk yourself into what you want. Talk yourself into it. And I really do feel that there's so much good in everybody. Again, the divine is counting on you to achieve it. And it is so. You know, the basis of the story came from, or the book rather, came from uh, the little lady in the Bible that had the issue of blood. Oh, yes. That was a fascinating story. She had a lot of blood. And, you know, for most women, you all understand, she had a menstrual cycle that just would not end. And how devastating is that? Now, I'm a man, but how devastating is that to, for 12 years, here's somebody, you're able to see them go from first grade to 12th grade, graduate, and you still having this continuation. And then we accept, well, this is just my way of life. This is just, but within herself, she was just not happy. Oh, yeah. You know, you can take, well, this is just my lot in life. But within, she just was not 
happy. You know, maybe she could not satisfy a man. She couldn't be intimate, couldn't have kids, just, just wasn't happy. And again, the purpose of your meditation is to get happy. The purpose of your life is to be happy. What makes you happy? People call me a lot of times, well, what is my purpose in life? I know it sounds like a general answer, but your purpose is to be happy. Now, what makes you happy? What makes someone else happy may not make you happy. What makes you happy? What do you enjoy doing? And it got to the point where she heard about Jesus and she said, you know what? I've tried all these doctors. I've tried everything. And, and the, the Bible said she said within herself, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I believe I'll be made whole. And that got me. She said it within herself. She probably didn't have nobody else to talk to. But she made up in her mind. And right now, I don't know why, but at the time of this, somebody's listening to this, and you are of your grandmother. I want to encourage you. You are at an age right now that you can still talk yourself. And I don't know why I'm looking at somebody sewing. Now, I know you got thousands of listeners, but there's a certain lady, and she's a grandmother, and I see her opening up a shop, and I see her doing some sewing and, and alterations. So I really do see all you got to do is talk yourself into it. You're not too old. You are not uh, uh, in a... Uh, uh, discombobulated state. No, you can do this. You are smart enough. You're capable enough. You have the energy to do this. No, you may not be able to open up a manufacturing. Maybe that's not your goal, but you want to really do something that makes you happy. So right now, say within yourself, see it within yourself, feel it within yourself and talk yourself into what makes you happy, not somebody else happy, but what makes you happy. You know, we truly are in a lifelong journey and we don't have to end at a certain age. I just turned 65 last month and, wow. and it's like, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm not ready to, to really retire. I'm not going to, because I'm having too much fun. I yes. work a lot, but, and then I remind myself of Louise Hay from yes. Hay House, who started her publishing business at 55. At 65, she started dance classes. At 75, she started art classes. She kept on going until she was 92 years old. She never stopped because she knew that she had a lifelong uh, goal to be happy and to make herself yes. happy. And, you know, some people find it, they feel guilty to be happy. Oh, yes. I felt guilty. I shouldn't be happy. I should be doing something else. I should be doing for my kids. I, I should be doing for my grandkids. I, I should be doing for my pets. And all of that is wonderful. But you have to, as they say on the plane, you got to secure your mask first before you can help anybody else. That's right. That's right. So don't feel guilty in being happy. I, I think our children and other people, they find it inspirational when they see you happy. If you tell me you're 65, like, wow, and you're smiling, you got all of this energy, like, well, all right, I can't wait till I'm 65 then, okay? I will be, I'll be moving because it's about enjoying life. And you know what? I say this, we will never see this day again. Yeah. Enjoy this day to the best of your ability. This day, I'm, ne I'm never going to see 2018 again. So I might as well enjoy this month, this particular day, this year, to the best of my ability. Remember, God is counting on you to overcome any struggle that come your way today. Any fear that come your way today, you have the answers to overpower it. Talk yourself into it. Talk yourself through it. And I'm going to even say, talk yourself even above it. You Ooh. can reach whatever goal that you have. Above it. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, you should really get the Father of the Year Award because you have so many kids. <laughs> uh, how, do you, how do you teach them to talk themselves into it? How do you – because you had – Babies still. Yes. My little boy, we, we play Uno a lot. 
Oh. And uh, we play Uno. That's like a little Sunday thing, uh, father and son, my little nine-year-old. And uh, he's good. He really is good. Now my my uh, my little girl, she's into it now. Uh, and she's good, too. And she, the funny thing about it is she's good with she'll show you her cards. And she'll still win. <laughs> She will. She'll lay him out on the table. She just show him. I don't care. Okay, I'm gonna still go. And she does. She wins. But and I, I let them. My son said something to me one day, and he was playing, and he won. And he said, "You know, Daddy, good things always come to me." I said, "Wow." And it really hit me. I said, "You are so right, son. You are. You are so right." I, and I told him. I remember. I said back to him, "Just keep talking yourself into those good things." keep talking to yourself so he's really grabbing this this positive energy about himself you know uh, good things come to me i have fun in life god is with me so he's starting to uh, uh, say these things and you know what i will tell you this he shocked me the other day he came to me and they're not always around me when i'm doing my prophetic readings and all of that but he came to me he said daddy uh god gave me a message for you i like what <laughs> How did he know? And he, you know, I, it just shocked me the way he came. And he gave me a message. It really was very profound. I was like, well, because it was a decision I was making within myself. And he kind of alluded to the fact of what for, for me to do. And I'm like, then oh, I got my baby. <laughs> I got so excited about baby. So really, and I'm, I'm encouraging him on his intuition, intuitive abilities, saying that. And I want to reinforce uh, what he's doing, especially to my daughter, how beautiful she is, how confident she is. And, and I really am doing this to in, build their self-esteem and let them know you are somebody very, very special. And God is depending on you to achieve your goals. Well, I also think that you are vibrating at a higher vibration. So they're picking up on that. And they can feel you. That's how they're learning is actually through your presence. I learned through my mother as well. I learned through my grandmother. Uh, I saw her, and I talk about this story in the book. I, I saw her, she wanted to plant uh, something, and she took an ivy from a piece of a plant from somebody. I was a little boy when I saw her do this, and she you know, took a piece from somebody else's plant, went to her house, and stuck it in some water. And that little one little strand of ivy began to take root and grow roots. And then she planted it. And by the next few months when I came to visit her, she had her own little ivy plant growing. And she taught me, you know, basically you can, you have the ability to cause things to happen. Just got to stick with it. And she would tell me how she had to, she had to get in that dirt and really, because she was very, very strict about her little garden. Oh, God. And she had to work with that dirt and give it just amount of, of water and just amount of care and love. That's what she said. And it will grow. So you got to keep at it. Don't stop. Keep going. There is success that is meant for you. And I watched her do that. And I remember one time she had uh, a flower. She took a rusty nail. She had two flowers. One, she kept one color, and the other, she took a rusty nail, put it in the, uh, in the flower pot, and it changed the color of the flower to a beautiful purple. Wow. It was so beautiful. And I remember, see, Michael, all I did was put this little rusty nail right here, and I'm like, how did you even know to do that? <laughs> really? So and that it, it was so pretty. That must have been a divine inspiration. It was. And I, I remembered it. No matter what, sometimes we have things that come into our lives that are rusty in a sense that's not look, that's not good. Like, why did this happen to me? But so many times it brings out the beauty in you. Again, as we started, God is counting on you because you are greater than the fears, the rusty nails, the embarrassment, the rusty nails, the abortions, the divorce, the foreclosures. You are better than those rusty nails and allow it all to beautify you because now you are wiser, you're smarter, you're more intelligent. Your value has increased because of what you have gone through. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Gosh, you know, your kids are very lucky to have you and so is your wife. Really, because I, truly, you are a phenomenal person, and you do have 
it's when you get around you, you can feel your presence. So you are connected. I mean, we met on the cruise. Yes. Way back when. And maybe yes. we're going to have another cruise too. Yes. I can't wait. I really, <laughs> I really can't wait. I'm looking forward. I really am looking forward to it. And, and uh, I always say this. My kids are my teachers. They've really been spiritual teachers for me. And they've guided me to understand things that I really uh, did not understand. And one of those things was just to take time to notice the divine. I'm very uh, meticulous about children, period, because I, I really encourage parents, take time to listen to your child. That's because in that, there's a lot of divine wisdom that we don't realize. Sometimes we're like, oh, I got this. I'm, I'm the dad here. I understand that. But they have a new way of looking at things. Now, it may be wrong. It may not even be correct. But what divine is looking at is, can you open yourself to really hear, open yourself to receive new ideas? The world is constantly changing. When I was a kid, we didn't have no such thing called internet. <laughs> I know. You better go to the library. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But now there's so much, and we knew things that our, our four parents didn't, you know, didn't understand. But it's like listening to the divine. God gave you those children as gifts. Mm. Those are your gifts. You have a little grandbaby. That's part of your gift to notice the smile, to notice the eyes, noticing life. And you know what? Our children, they have a way of bringing us into that now. We talked about that meditation because you got to stop. If you're cooking, if your child cries for you, you need to stop. Well, okay, let me zero in on what is it that they want. It brings you into that now to appreciate them. Because sometimes they got a little picture my daughter loves to draw. So it's something she wants me to acknowledge. And I need to bring myself into the now to give her that attention that I can manifest for her to let her know that she is valuable. She is wonderful. So sometimes if somebody's listening to this right now, take time to really value your child. Bring them into the now. Bring yourself into the now. Notice their drawing. Notice their little flip. My son likes to do flips. And daddy, watch this. I wrote about it in the book. One time I was, I was typing a chapter. And at that very moment, my daughter said, daddy, uh, 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 the restroom is, is, is overflowing or something. I said, okay. At that moment, I had to stop being an author Stop being an intuitive life coach. Stop being a prophet. I had to assume that role of daddy and Mr. Fix-It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 But you, other people, and I've seen this, would say, I can't deal with that. Honey, will you please deal with that? I can't deal with that right now. So, <laughs> so kudos to you. But you said something so profound is that your children can bring you back to the present time. Yes. And, and that is so important, not going back to the, to the past and not going into the future, but we have to be in the present time. In the, one, one thing that I used to have a struggle with was money. Uh-huh. Oh, I used to have a struggle with money. And I learned even through my children since I moved in California, uh, to Atlanta, I told myself, I'm going to attract more money. And the statement that I use is, I'm not worried about money. I just refuse to worry about money. Money, it comes to me. It loves me. <laughs> so really, what I have done in my life, I really have seen more money come. Now, the reason why I said that as relating to the children is because sometimes I had to stop, take them out to eat. Enjoy. It's not, it's not in your budget, but sometimes I had to make it in my budget because if it's something I really wanted to do, and number two, it's something that I feel like they needed, then the divine will bring more to me. Oh, wow. That's because so it's something I enjoy and it wants me to be happy. And I enjoy seeing my kids smile. Oh, yeah. That's, mm -hmm. that's part of my motivation. So for them to, to, let's go out to eat or let's go to the pool or let's go buy something. Let's do, you know, no, you can't spend your whole check, but something to let them know you're valuable. And that brings me joy to buy my wife this outfit or whatever it is. I feel good as a man. You know, I feel good as a husband, as a daddy. And guess what happens? More money comes to me. So you have to shift your attitude. And yes. I've heard, you know, Miss Constance has been to your house and she said, oh my gosh, it is so 
beautiful. It's like a mansion. She couldn't stop raving about this beautiful, beautiful <laughs> house. It's just like incredible. And uh, she was just like, wow, wow. Oh. And, and so you, you, when you moved to Atlanta, you picked the right house. <laughs> you know That's what? I, and I talk about that in the book as well, because we thought we, at first, we wasn't, didn't look like we was going to get it. Well, and I tell said, the story. I love this story. I, 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 you know, I had never been to really look for homes here in Atlanta. A friend of mine that was living here, I called her. I said, I think I'm, I want to look for a home in Atlanta. She, and I said, you know my style. You know what I like. See what you can find. Well, sure enough, she found this home. She sent me the picture of it by email. And I said, okay, that's got to be it. And because I love from what I saw. My wife fell in love with it when we saw it online. I, uh, I went to, uh, I had an engagement in Baltimore, Maryland in February. And we were scheduled to leave Baltimore and come to look, for, look at this house the very first time. And I told them when I come, I'm ready to do business right then. But a few, like a week before we were scheduled to come, we got this notice that someone else had got the property. I said, no, mm -mm, that's not going to happen. It's not going down like that. <laughs> so really, I went within myself and I talked myself into this home. I said, now, God, I want you to bless those other people with something better nicer for them, but this is what I want right here. This is for me. And so my wife and I got together. We just looked at the pictures online. We had not walked the property yet. We just looking at the pictures online and we started visualizing ourselves in this property, walking the grounds, going upstairs, down in the basement. We just started visualizing it. Sure enough, the lady called me back in about 48 hours said, okay, the house is, av is available again. I told her, I said, we're flying into Atlanta this weekend, and we'll be ready to take care of business when we get there, because I just knew this was the place. Sure enough, we flew in, and everything went like clockwork. It was just as so very smooth, and we got it, and it's a beautiful, and I really will say, yes, it's a gorgeous home, a theater in the basement. My kids go down there. They watch the movies. I, I'm, I'm not a movie person, but my wife loves it down there. <laughs> uh, you know, we have more rooms than what we need. You know, some rooms we don't even go into. And I'm appreciative of that. And I took that as a sign of abundance. This is a sign of abundance. And again, it's not that I have a rich uncle, but I do have a rich mind. Yes, you do. And everybody, again, I, I, my family knows this about me. Talk yourself into it. That's, this is the way I live. I talk myself into glamour. I talk, because I do. I like it. I like a mean, I have a mean coat. I don't wear it that often, but I have <laughs> I like nice things. And I said, if somebody, if people are making this to, for it to be worn, people are making that diamond to go on somebody's finger, why not let it be mine? Oh, yes. I enjoy nice things. I want my children to see nice things. And, and you know, Chris, uh, uh, what's his name? Chris Tucker uh, lives uh, uh, next door to me and, and other people that in the neighborhood. I'm just very excited about what universe has done but i have to go here and i hope some people don't be offended i'm very excited about what my mind has done and that's the way god spoke it to me one day again you have the electricity but you plugged in to it ah. so many people say well i want god to do this i want god god gives us air every day he gives us he, the bible says he gives us our daily bread now, it's up to you what you're going to do with that. You're going to make toast. You're going to make biscuits. You're going to make a cake with it. You have the ingredients. You have the mind. Now, what do you want to manifest? It's not God. It's you. So you're saying then God doesn't give you the things. You are giving them to yourself yes. through your mind, through your visualization. Because yes. you're, it's like... That is so, so great to understand because I know I grew up going to a, a Christian day school and it was always God gave it to you because you were being good. But what you just said really resonates because it's not necessarily God. No. He's, it's you telling God that this is what I'm going to get. Yes. 
He's giving you all the tools you need. If you want chicken soup again, he's giving you the pot. He's giving you the ingredients. Now you put it together. Add the water and the sauce. You do this. And you do it with your mind. Yes. That's the greatest. I tell people the greatest profit in the world is your mind. You're going to do whatever your mind tells you to do. So it's not God. It is really your mind. He's given you all the tools now, all the supplies. You make of it what you want. One of my favorite scriptures says, according to your faith, which you read throughout the book, according to the way you believe, that's what is given to you. So everybody has to use the power of your mind. The law, what I, I call the law of creation. You create it. What do you want to create? You don't have to live uh, any way that you do not. You have to change that way. And some people say, well, I only make X, Y, and Z dollars a month. Okay. But you can make more with your mind. Yes. 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 And many people have done that. Many people have taken what little they have and make more, uh, uh, make more with your mind. A little lady, and this is a, a true story, a little lady made an apple pie. That's all she had money for. And she made, everybody said she made the best apple pies. Well, she just made an apple pie and, and she was about to be homeless. She made the apple pie looking to sell it and just to sell some slices of it. Well, she did. And a man bought a slice of that pie just, you know, off the street, bought it, and he was taking it to his job. He took it to his job, bit into it, and said, oh, this is, this is good. He ran back down uh, to find that lady. He offered her a job. He was an owner of a restaurant. Oh, my goodness. Wonderful story. The law of attraction. Using your mind, I refuse to be defeated. I got to use what's in my hand to get more of what I want into my life. Wow, that's good. That's a good story. But let me, because we're almost out of time, I do want to ask you, for those people who do not necessarily believe in God, mm -hmm. they what would you say to them? Because they can still very easily manifest even though they yes. don't believe in God. So are they, but it's diff more difficult because you can't surrender? No. The thing is, okay. I tell people this, and, and I'm glad you mentioned that. I tell people it's in the book. In fact, it's in the, the, the preface of my book. The main thing you need to do is believe in yourself. Ooh. See, I tell God, that energy cannot really work if you don't believe in you. God, whether you call it supreme being or the divine or the universe, it's all wonderful. All it is is energy. There is another energy that is outside. And I, and I, I say this, God is not offended, so easily offended the way we are. You call me by my name. No, I, the main thing is get what you want. You know, I really don't think God is offended whether you call him Jehovah or whether you call him Supreme One. I don't think so. But even if you don't believe in that entity of God, believe in yourself. Again, the book is saying talk yourself into it. Realize what are your talents? What are your abilities? What can you do? If you clean a restroom real good, you got a janitorial service. If you know how to make fried chicken real good, you got a restaurant. What can you talk yourself into right now oh that's powerful 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 so michael uh dr michael mostly <laughs> i'm <laughs> call sorry me, I, call me michael i'm good i'm the same person i know i just love you so much um so how do they get this book i would love for them to go to my website drmichaelmosley.com Okay. And they, they can also go on Amazon, uh, talk yourself into it, uh, and it's out right now. I would love for you to, to get a copy. You can also call my office if you need to, uh, and my yeah. number is 916 916-467-4448. Uh, and again, I want to thank you, Jules, for endorsing uh, uh, the book for me. And, and uh, she has a stating on the back, a statement on the back of the book. And I'm so appreciative of her and Constance Arnold. I love you ladies so very much. <laughs>
Good. I am honored. Thank you so very much. And I really encourage you. There are greater things that are coming for you. And really, and what I mean by that, I just see like the world of like a, what you call is a globe, but the globe is opening. The globe is opening. It's like a curtain, but it's a globe, but the, it's opening. There are so many things that are going to fulfill you and not only you, but the lives of so many other people. And you're going to really, you're setting a stage to present some people. I don't know what that stage is, but I see you are setting a stage or a platform to introduce some people to the world. You mentioned Miss Louise Hay, and I really do feel a connection between you and her. And she set the stage or a platform for some people to be introduced. And that is exactly part of your purpose is to be an introducer, almost like that master or mistress of ceremony, to introduce other people. So congratulations and kudos to you, Law of Attraction Network, and the great things that are in store for you. Keep talking yourself into it because you got other people coming right behind you and they'll push you saying, go Jules, go, keep going. <laughs> we coming right behind you. And that's the gifting that you have. So know this, that the universe is counting on you to keep going. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's good to know. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.